I find a lot of people have just stuck with what they've had for years, just like you said, Ben. I put their portfolio in into our program to show them what their risk is, just so they can have a, a good assessment of that, a good analysis of where they're sitting at. And I ask them, how, what is their, their risk tolerance? And most people say, I'm, I'm pretty conservative or I'm moderate. And then I, I put their investments in, I show them how risky they are. Like, I had no idea. I says, well, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? That's the definition of insanity, is doing the same thing over and over. I said, but if you're not going to make any changes, why did you expect it to be at a lower risk? It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. This is the Retirement Reality Podcast. I'm Ben George, along with Mike Koyanen, who is the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. We've got another good show in store. We're going to answer some mailbag questions for the first time on this podcast, have a couple that we're looking forward to getting into. Plus, we're going to take a look at the third and fourth quarter planning to-do list, making sure you are taking advantage of this time of the year to plan ahead for taxes, for a number of different things, and get your retirement portfolio reevaluated and readjusted if needed. But let me bring in Mike. And Mike, I heard that you just got back from the state fair up in Minnesota, right? How was that? It's the state fair. I mean, it's a, it's <laughs> a lot of walking. It's a lot of eating. It's, like I said, it's a lot of comfort food. So you have to go through the, the typical things. I don't go every year because, you know, it is a lot of, you know, the same things that we do over and over again. But it's an experience. That's why they call it, you know, the Minnesota experience there. You know, the corn dogs, the cheese curds, the everything's on a stick, right? I think right. you can find anything on a stick. So we had a good time a couple of days ago going to the state fair and I had enough and I don't, I probably go in a couple of years again. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any like really crazy foods? Cause I've seen on some of these state fairs, you know, you'll see fried Twinkies or fried Snickers bars or something like that. Was there anything that was out of the ordinary for you even? Yeah, you know, I didn't get to the exotic things this year. I mean, I, I go with, for the things that have been around for a while, and so uh, you know, I know there's there's always something that's going to grab somebody's attention. I just can't think at the top of my my head of what was the new items this year because I I stay away from things that don't stick around. There's always something <laughs> that'll pop up this year. A couple of years later, it's it's not a hit. And I know there was one line that had one concession. Almost every concession stand had people three or four or five people deep or longer. And there was one line, and I'm trying to remember what it was, but they had nobody there. So I'm like, that's not going <laughs> to yeah. be there next Avoid year. That. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I hear you. Well, that's cool. So Mike is up in Minnesota and Wisconsin. They have offices both in Woodbury, Minnesota, and Hudson, Wisconsin. So you can find them online at principalpreservationservices.com. And they will help you out if you're in that area or if you're not. You can call them at 855-987-8888. So as I mentioned, we're going to get into third and fourth quarter planning first before we get to a couple of mailbag questions, which I think are very good. And you can always reach out to Mike online at principalpreservationservices.com. And we'll take questions there as well. Also on their Facebook page. You can like that and join the conversation there as well. So let's start off with third and fourth quarter planning because we've moved into the second half of the year. And this is really a chance for you to really reevaluate your portfolio, where your investments are and make some changes if you need to. So I want to run through a few different items on the checklist and you kind of explain them to me and why they're important and why you can look at those now this time of the year and really take advantage. So Let's lead off things with evaluating our IRA or our Roth IRA contribution options. 
Yeah, it's important to still contribute to those yearly if you have you know earned income. So if you're 50 and over, you can contribute $7,000 into an IRA or Roth or the combination of both. You can't put 7,000 into both the IRA and the Roth, but you can maybe do four into the IRA and three into the Roth or the total has to be 7,000. Now this is if you're over 50, if you're under 50, it's $6,000. But take advantage of that because if you contribute to a traditional IRA, you find out what is best for you, by the way, is find out do you need that, that tax deduction by contributing to the traditional IRA or, you know, I'm a big fan of Roth because you pay, you invest now, you pay your taxes now, it grows tax-free and you take withdrawals out tax-free. So I'm a big fan of taking advantage of those as much as you can and maxing out those contributions. Now, when you talk about third, fourth quarter planning, it's important to do it, you know, this year. You actually have till April 1st of next year April 15th of next year, sorry, to make those contributions. It's good just to be get a handle on it now. And it's also important right now for those who are doing Roth conversions because the tax rates are lower. Is this a good opportunity to do some Roth conversions because you get with your advisor and find out where are you at financially? What tax brackets are you at? Does it make sense to do some conversions now by the end of the year to increase maybe some of that tax liability, but at a lower bracket than it will be in a few years. Well, you mentioned taxes and you mentioned April 15th. So that brings me to the thought on charitable donations. Is this mm-hmm. something that you talk to your clients about, like at this time of the year to really be looking at those to try to maximize your donations? Yeah, we look at that. And, you know, with the tax reform, it's really prevented a lot of people having to do itemized, you know, taxes now. And so for those people who are giving to charities, but maybe they don't have a lot of other deductions, their mortgage is paid off, they don't have the interest anymore to worry about. They don't come out ahead even getting that tax deduction for itemizing on your taxes. So some people will alternate, they'll give a lot one year so they can itemize, (laughs) then the next year they won't itemize and they won't give. But we're big on, on giving, but another way to do it too is if you've heard of QCDs, Qualified Charitable Distributions. So once you're 70 and a half and above, you have to take out your required minimum distributions. This will help for those who can't itemize even. You can actually have your RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions, go directly to the charity and it meets your RMD requirement and now the charity gets their money without having to pay taxes on that. So those are some other options if you're not in a situation where you can even itemize anymore to take advantage of still giving. Well, if you are familiar with QCDs, we'll put uh, a link in the show notes to give you a little more information. So, you know, make sure to log on to principalpreservationservices.com. Check out the show notes there. We'll have a little more info on that to help you get cleared up. But you can also contact Mike if you want more information on that as well. One other area when you're looking at this third and fourth quarter planning is how can you look to maybe offset your gains with losses in your investments this time of year? Right now, yeah, it's a good opportunity to you know pick out your winners and losers when you're looking at your portfolio. And what we're really looking at is you know your non-qualified money, your investments. You know when we look at if you've had some potential capital gains, but then you look at some other accounts that might have some losses, and you can offset those. And so uh, you know I, I looked at especially last year we had four rate increases in 2018. And we saw a lot of the bonds just dropping and dropping because as interest rates increase, bond values decrease. And so I would say majority of people who showed me their portfolios they had currently in, in place from their previous or their advisor at the time, they were just 
I say it's like a bathtub with a slow leak when you have the bonds. When the interest rates are going up, you're just slowly losing value. So they were offset some gains they had in the equity side with the losses that they had in the bond side to be able to get rid of those and reallocate those somewhere else. So that's important just to, it's a good time to restructure everything and not take all those losses, especially when you have some gains in there. So what about third and fourth quarter planning? Why is it important to maybe get updated estimates on a retirement income stream, such as your pensions, your social securities, things like that? Yeah, when you're doing retirement planning, you need to know exactly what your income is going to be at. And that's why you know social security is important because you might have a statement you know, two or three years ago, and I, you know, they don't mail them on a regular basis to save a lot of printing, a lot of postage. So they want you to go online and create an account on ssa.gov forward slash my account. You can go there and create your account, save your, your username and password. But then once you have that username and password, you can log in each year and see what your benefits change. Because it's not like the federal system or the state system where they figure out your pension amount by using the highest three years or the highest five years of income. They take the highest 35 earning years for Social Security. So you need to have those exact amounts when we're doing retirement planning. But also, your, like I just said, the state and federal, those are changing all the time as well. As your income goes up, so does your pension. And they have different values, whether you're going to retire at 62 or 65. or It's good to know what those numbers are going to be. And especially if you're married, they have the spousal options. You take the 100% benefit, you take the 75% benefit to the spouse, zero benefit to the spouse. So there's a lot of different options and you need to have that part of your planning and those change every year. When you talk about planning, this time of the year is a great time to really get your finances on track. And if you are in debt or have some debt, this is a great time to really put a plan or a schedule in place to get rid of that debt. Yeah, I think it's important a couple times a year to sit down and look and do a budget and see where you're you, know, are you on pace or where are you falling short? What are your, your bad habits? Is it the coffee shop too much? Are you going there every day? Are you going there twice a day? You know, where is that? Are you eating out too much? Things like that. But I think it's a good plan to be debt-free by retirement or hopefully before that. The clients who are able to be debt-free at or before retirement have a much higher level of success rate in retirement that they're not going to run out of money than the ones who carry debt. And so that's why it's important to have that plan in place and stick to it. You know, and it's also important, I think, when you're in your, before retirement to do a dry run. I know I'm kind of spider webbing off a little bit, but it's hard for people to live off of maybe a reduced budget in retirement for 25, 30 years. You have to try living at a reduced amount for about three to six months before retirement to make sure you're going to actually be able to, to do that. Because most people aren't living off the same income in retirement as they are while working. That's why it's important to be debt-free before you get there. Well, as we finish out this third and fourth quarter planning to-do list, the last item on there, and this is a good one because you know, oftentimes we just forget about our portfolio or just kind of let it be, but now's a great time to really go back in, evaluate what you have in your portfolio, what your investments are, and rebalance things if you need to. That's really important. I, I find a lot of people have just stuck with what they've had for years, just like you said, Ben. I put their portfolio in into our program to show them what their risk is, just so they can have a, a good assessment of that, a good analysis of where they're sitting at. And I ask them, how, what is their, their risk tolerance? And most people say, I'm, I'm pretty conservative or I'm moderate. And then I've, I put their investments in, I show them how risky they are. Like, I had no idea. 
and says, well, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? That's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. I said, but if you're not going to make any changes, why did you expect it to be at a lower risk? Now, sometimes it was their advisor's fault. They told their advisor to be at a lower risk and they just didn't listen. I think it's important to have a three bucket system for rebalancing. Okay. Now, the older you get, the less risk you should have. We talk about the risk bucket. It's always important to have some risk, but we need to measure that risk. As we get older, we should be lowering that risk percentage of our portfolio every year we get older. I think it's important to have another bucket. I call this your peace of mind bucket. And that's where you have your cash and you're checking your savings, CDs, you know, mattress money, the money that you need to cover three to six months of your expenses while working, or even six to 12 months if you're retired, you want to have available in cash. It's not keeping up with inflation, but that's okay. It's that emergency money you need to have, you know, to access. And then we also have a this green bucket we call guaranteed money, money that is meant for long-term safe retirement. And so we're trying to teach people how to be appropriately positioned in each bucket. Most people are only in the red bucket, the risk bucket, and the yellow bucket, which is you know <laughs> the cash on hand, and it's, they're not properly diversified. But you know they'll tell me, well, I am properly diversified. Look all these different holdings I have. I said, yeah, 95% of your money's at risk, but why not diversify appropriately so you don't have so much risk? And so um, it's important to show them, you know, what's at risk, what's not at risk. And, uh, you know, one of the questions you had before about bonds, I think last week was, and people believe bonds are safe. Well, they're not safe. As interest rates change, so do your bonds. And so, uh, especially these bond funds, they're, they change a lot as well. So we're just reminding people what is truly safe and what is truly at risk. And you need to adjust that age-based as you get closer to retirement. And if you are having any issues with putting together this checklist or checking off each item or just want some more information, Mike and his team are always there to assist you. You can find them online at principalpreservationservices.com. Also, you can call them at 855-987-8888. Now, we will, from time to time, take your questions in our mailbag and run through some items. And whatever's on your mind, you can send it to Mike via his Facebook page or online at Principal Preservation Services. So let's start off with a question from Tom who writes in with this. What kind of annual return should I be seeking on investments in retirement? Yeah, everybody has different risks. My goal is not to tell you what you need to have. I want to find out what your tolerance is. Okay. Because as you increase your tolerance for risk, you're going to increase the volatility as well. So if some people are seeking a an 8% return, I go, well, you're going to take a lot of risk to try to you know reach that 8% average return. And what I'm trying to show people is you don't need to get that. You shouldn't have to try to make up your gains when retired. Those years that you could take more risk on when was when you were younger. And when I show you clients, typically the last 10 years or 20 years, I like to look at a bigger picture, like a 20-year picture. Just from 1999 to 2018, you know, what did the S&P 500 average? 3.63%. So I, I, people are like, are you kidding me? It's only that is that low? I said, it's barely kept up with inflation. Hmm. I said, so if you're trying to get these high rate returns, you're going to, it's going to hurt you. But the key is what you should be looking for is to keep up and beat inflation and have a better diversified portfolio and a plan how to take your money out rather than trying to fa- chase big returns. 
Thank you for that question, Tom. We'll answer one more before we wrap up this episode. It comes from Alex. He says, I've seen a lot of growth in my 401k recently, which has been nice, but I feel that I should capture these gains and take risk off the table. On the other hand, what if the market keeps going up for another year or two and I miss out on that growth? Yeah, I, I just had a client in my office yesterday morning that this is what they did. They were, they were about five years away from retirement and they've acquired a lot of gains so far. And they said, I can't afford to lose this as well. So I'm not against that at all, that you could take a, a portion of your portfolio and get it off the table and put it into something that cannot go backwards. I'm not opposed to that as you're approaching you know, retirement. So everybody has a different school of thought on risk. And so, again, if you're 25 or 35 years old, you know, that's probably not an option. You, you might be you know, looking down that, that path. But if you're 55 and older, yeah, your future work is going to be a lot less. And those, that time to make up those losses if you have a big loss, because, you know, right now we look at where the market is. Even though we've had some volatility here the last year and a half, the market is still within 5% from the all-time high as we speak today. And if you look back in 2008, a lot of people are two, late 2007 before the markets are taking a, a downturn. A lot of retirees or close to pre-retirees would have been happy to take a good portion of their money off the table when it was within 5 or 10% from the peak. I think that's a smart idea for a good portion of people. Thank you, Alex. So Tom and Alex, appreciate the questions. If you have questions, you can reach out to Mike and his team, both online at principalpreservationservices.com or by phone at 855-987-8888. Mike, of course, is the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services, and they're there to serve you in the Minnesota and Wisconsin areas. You can find their offices in Woodbury and Hudson, and they'll always make time to help you get your questions answered, your planning in order, and on track for retirement. So, Mike, I appreciate the time in this episode. It was uh, good catching up with you again. Yeah, it was great chatting, and you're welcome. I had a good time as well. Well, we'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Reality Podcast. Again, get in touch with Mike at principalpreservationservices.com, and also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting platform that you choose to use. Thank you for listening today. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Reality Podcast. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.